What's up, everybody? I'm doing like 50 things at one time. I'm trying to update uh, my podcast, trying to do Instagram Live and Facebook Live all at the same time. Um, I know many of you probably aren't watching this right now, but that's okay. I wanted to um, follow up on my blog post. Hey, my friend on Instagram. How you doing, buddy? Miss you in church. Hey, bro. <laughs> Miss you. We'll be getting back to church real soon. I just know it. Hope everybody's okay during this house arrest that we've had to um, endure. Um, but what I want to do, if you haven't already gone to hazeindc.com and subscribe to the blog, I ask that you would. Because I believe that God is going to use it. Um, it's designed for women, but even if you're a gent, um, it's good insight into the head of a lady <laughs> and um, primarily to help women deal with something that I think that has been plaguing many girls, many women, um, which is insecurity. So um, let's just get right into it. Father, I just ask that anybody who would watch this now or later would be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you show them who they truly are in Christ Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you for it. Amen. So open your heart and get ready to receive um, as we talk about insecurity. You know, insecurity, uh, you might be insecure about the way you look. You might be insecure about speaking in public. Um, you might be insecure about exactly who you are. And I think that the root problem of insecurity or not being sure about who you are is that you don't know who you are. So I want to help you discover who you are and the best version of yourself is found in Christ Jesus. So let's get into the word of God. I don't know if you have a Bible app. Um, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go ahead and get your Bible out. Let's go to um, my first point. I want to make a couple of points. Probably I'll do four today and maybe at another time I'll do um, some more. But today um, point number one I want to make is that in order to know who we truly are, we should consult the one who made us. Hallelujah. Consult the one who made you to know who you are. I mentioned in the blog, you know, one of my favorite places to go and browse here in D.C. is a place called Eastern Market. And at Eastern Market, it's all manner of merchants selling anything and everything. And most of the time, they're selling what they've made. So it's a different experience than when you go to the mall, because when you go to the mall, let's say you go to the body shop, one of my favorite places to slather on lotions and whatever. When you go to the body shop, the salesperson is selling you something that they may or may not believe in. They're just there to work in a job. They are selling something that they themselves have not made. But when you go to Eastern Market or a flea market or a place like this or some kind of city vendor, or if you if you shop on Etsy or something like that, and you talk to the people who made the product, there's a passion that you can see in their eyes. They're excited to tell you about it. Like maybe it's a lotion or a soap and they want to tell you that the ingredients are like the finest on the planet. You can only get it here. Maybe they have a story about it. Maybe 
it's a, a, a mom who got laid off and she didn't know how she was going to support her kids. So she came up with this really great thing she could sell. Um, but what I'm trying to convey to you is when you talk to someone who has manufactured something, when you talk to someone who has made something with their own two hands, they are proud of what they've done. They know the purpose behind it. They know the intention behind it. And they know exactly who and what it's for. And beloved, that's exactly how God is. He manufactured you. He knows exactly why he put you here. He knows who and what you're for. So in order to find out who you are, hey, girl, hey, <laughs> in order to, I'm saying hi to my girl, Anya, uh, in order to find out who you are, you need to consult the maker. So let's just go to the Bible in Jeremiah. I made a couple of notes here. Maybe I'll put them up on the blog. Go to hazedindc.com, read the blog. Um, but my first note is something that we all, a lot of us have, have quoted Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before camest forth, before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee as a prophet to the nations. I'm going to read it again. Jeremiah 1.5, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet to the nations. Hallelujah. Now you might be saying, well, Hayes, he's talking to Jeremiah, but he's talking to you. Before you were even formed in the belly of your mama, he knew exactly who you were. He knew exactly what you were called to do. So point number one is in order to know who we truly are, we should only consult the one who made us. You need to talk to God. You need to ask him, what exactly did you bring me here for? What exactly am I called to do? And he'll answer you. Another point we want to make along the same lines is, did you know that Jesus was actually there when you were made and had a personal hand in your creation? Did you know that? I want to tell you that. And I have scripture to back that up. I want you to look up everything I'm telling you today and back it up with scripture. Super important. Open up your Bible. And, and if you don't have one, I can get you one. Just inbox me. I can get you a Bible. But super important. John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. God didn't make anything without Jesus. Jesus is the living word. Jesus is the word made flesh. God didn't make anything without Jesus involved. And that means you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why it's so important. And we're going to pray together later if you don't know Jesus. It's so important that you know Jesus because he had his hand in the making of you. Glory to God. I'm going to read that again. I get excited about that. John 1, 1 through 3. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him 
was not anything made that was made. Hallelujah. You can say Jesus made me. Jesus had a hand in making me. Jesus had a hand in crafting me. And even now the Bible says he's ever making intercession for you. Hallelujah. So he had a hand in making you. There wasn't anything on planet earth, including you that was made without him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You were made by Jesus. Hallelujah. You were made by the word. So I'm going to read point one again. In order to know who we truly are, we should consult the one who made us. And I gave you Jeremiah 1.5 and I gave you John 1, 1 through 3. Number two that I want to point out, in order to know who I truly am, I must humble myself and take God at his word and only believe what he says on every matter. Wow. We need to take God at his word and we need to believe what he says on every matter, including what he says about us as people, what he says about what you're called to do. But in this context about who you are, only believe what God says who you are. Let's get into that. James 121 Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Glory to God. The engrafted word. Hey, Michelle, Michelle, the engrafted word is able to save your soul. People on the podcast are like, what in the world? Anyway, so <laughs> James 121, I'm going to read it again. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your soul. Meekness, humility. What's humility? Oh, I'm a piece of dirt. No, that's not humility. Oh, I'm nothing. No, that's not humility. True humility is acknowledging God's word is 100% true all the time and putting that into practice with your actions and the way you live. In other words, walking by faith. True humility is walking by faith. I'm going to read that again. That's that's the definition I have. <laughs> Glory to God. True humility is acknowledging God's word is 100% true all the time, no matter what happens, no matter what you see, no matter what you hear in the media, no matter what you hear on the radio, no matter what your friends say, no matter what your mama says, the true truth, the only truth is God's word. And true humility is saying, you know what? I don't care what any other report says. I'm going to believe the Lord. Well, why is that humble? Because what you're acknowledging is that his thoughts and ways are higher than your own. True humility is acknowledging God's word is 100% true all the time and putting that into practice with your actions and the way you live, in other words, walking by faith. True humility is walking by faith. So number one, just to recap, is in order to know who we truly are, we should consult the one who made us. Number two, in order to know who we truly are, we need to humble ourselves and take God at his word and only believe what he says on the matter. All right. Number three, finding out who you are. Number three, this is so important in finding out who you are. You ready? Number three, I can't move forward 
in who I am unless I forget who I was. I'm going to say that again. Hallelujah. I cannot move forward in who I am unless I forget who I was. Glory to God. Let's get some scripture on that. It's so important to have scripture on everything we're talking about today, okay? Philippians 3. Many of you knew I was going to go here. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that again. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Beloved, Many of you can't move forward in who you are because you're not reaching forth to what's in front of you. You're reaching back to what's behind you. If your life was a car and you're driving in that car, rip out the rear view mirror. Don't do that in the natural. You need your rear view mirror in the natural. But in the spirit, rip out the rear view mirror. Hallelujah. If you are born again, if you're new in Christ, the old things, the things that you did before you knew God do not matter. If you are truly repentant, if you truly, if you've messed up, listen, there's not person with two legs walking the planet that hasn't messed up. Okay. If you messed up and you genuinely said, God, I'm sorry, hallelujah. And, and I don't want to do this anymore. And then you totally turn it around and then you totally go in the other direction. There is no one has a right. The Bible even says if your own heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. No one has the right to bring up your past, primarily you. Hallelujah. The Bible says that when we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. And if you really want to freak someone out, if they want to bring up your past, you can just be like, why are you talking about a dead person? Hallelujah. Because I was buried. Hallelujah. The old man was buried. And now I live new with Christ Jesus. And if that's not you, we'll get to that by the end of what we're talking about. But let's keep going. Hallelujah. Yes, Michelle. Fist pump to Michelle. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So you're a new person. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away and behold, all things are become new. Hallelujah. Old things are passed away. All things are made new. So let me ask you a question. If you're perfect in Christ Jesus right now, if you're in right standing with God, what is there to be ashamed of? What is there to feel guilty about? Let's, let's, uh, let's go there with the whole guilt thing. I'm talking about not guilt about thing that you won't correct. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about something that you were doing that was not pleasing to the Lord. You apologized with genuine repentance. 
He forgave you. But for some reason, you just can't move on. That's called condemnation. And condemnation will block you from achieving what's in front of you. Let's, let's read about that. But first, I want you to say this. If you're born again, if you're truly forgiven, I want you to say this. I have nothing to feel guilty about. I have nothing to feel guilty about. Hallelujah. We're going to read a scripture on that. Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. If you walk after the spirit, if the thing that interests you most is pleasing God, if you're lifting your hands every day, if you're asking God every day, give me direction for this day. Give me daily bread today. Give me your word for today so I can walk out my Christianity today. So I can do everything that you called me to do today. If you're someone like that, you're someone who walks after the spirit. You don't walk after the flesh. Okay, so there's no condemnation in you. Hallelujah. Does it does that mean that thoughts won't come? Of course not. Thoughts will come, but you cast them down with the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's my reminder going off, reminding me to do something. Hallelujah. All right. So number one, in order to know who you truly are, you need to consult the one who made you. Number two, in order to know who you truly are, you must humble yourself and take God at his word and only believe what he says about you, about every life circumstance concerning you. Only believe what he says, okay? Number three, you cannot move forward in who you are until you forget who you were. And I'm going to recap everything at the end with scriptures, but I got one more thing to mention. And then maybe I'll do a part two later this week or next week. I don't really know, but there's so much on the topic of who you are in Christ and slaughtering insecurity in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Insecurity is a setback. It's crazy setback. It's all in your mind. We're renewing your mind today with the word of God. Hallelujah. Take your medicine. Glory to God. Number four, to understand who I am, I need to know why God made me and what is his will concerning my life. I'm going to read that again. To understand who I am, I need to know why God made me and what is his will concerning my life. Well, it's not like you're going to open up the Bible and it's going to say, here's the word of the Lord to Michelle. This is the job you're supposed to have. This is These are the friends you're supposed to have. So there is an unknown will of God. And in order to get the unknown will of God, in order for God to speak to you personally about the things that you're specifically supposed to do, you need to become a master of the known will of God. And somebody said, well, how do I do that? You do that by reading the word of God. So let's start with a couple of things that are definitely his will for you. Okay, you ready? The first thing I saw, well, not the first thing. One of the things I saw is that he wants you to prosper in all areas of life. Hallelujah. Did you know that God wants you to prosper in all areas of life? I'm going to prove it to you through scripture. Third John 2, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospers. 
Hallelujah. God wants you to prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. In other words, even as your mind prospers, the only way to make sure that your mind prospers is by renewing it with the word of God because crazy thoughts hit you all day long. Isn't that true? The only way to combat those crazy thoughts are with the word of God. The second thing I want you to know is that his will concerning me Yes, Michelle, you have nothing to feel guilty about. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you're right standing with Jesus, you have nothing to feel guilty about. Yes, Michelle, 100%. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Next thing I want you to know is that he wants you to give thanks in everything. That is God's will for you to give thanks in everything. Let's read about that. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. In everything. How much is everything? Everything. How much is everything? Everything. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. And then I made a little note for myself. My gratefulness will lead to gainfulness. Have you ever noticed that if you've had a friend or a relative that can't seem to get themselves out of poverty or can't seem to get themselves out of depression or something really negative. They're on a negative downward spiral. Have you noticed that they have a posture of ungratefulness? Have you ever noticed? They always focus on the things that they don't have rather than to praise God for the things that they do have. Your gratefulness will lead to your gainfulness. Hallelujah. Well, those are the only four points I had for you today. I'm going to back that thing up. You can go to my podcast, Hazen DC. It's on uh, Apple. Uh, it's on every, it's on everything. It's on Anchor FM. It's on, it's on everything. Just if you Google Hazen DC, everything will come up. My website, hazendc.com, where my blog is, and you can find out more information about me. Hopefully this has been a blessing to you. Let's go over those points and the scriptures one more time so that you can write them down whenever it is that you watch or listen to this. Number one, in order to know who I truly am, I should consult the one who made me. Scripture references are Jeremiah 1 and 5, and then John 1, 1 through 3. The next, in order to know for sure who I truly am, I must humble myself and take God at his word and only believe what he says on the matter. My scripture references for that were James 1.21. Hallelujah. Number three, I can't move forward and who I am unless I completely forget who I was. Scripture reference for that, Philippians 3.13 through 14. Glory to God. And then we also reference 2 Corinthians 5.17, Romans 8.1. And then our final point was to understand who I am, I need to know why God made me and what his will is concerning my life. And then we talked about the unknown will versus his known will. And his known will is always the Bible. So you've got to get to know the Bible in order to know his will for your life. So I just gave you a couple of things that we know for sure are his will. And those are found in 3 John 2 and 1 Thessalonians 5.18. Glory to God. Well, if anybody is listening to this or watches this later, 
that does not know Jesus, I just want to invite you to do the best thing you've ever done in your entire life and invite Jesus into your heart. Let me just ask you a really, really serious question. If you were to die right now, do you know for sure that you would go to heaven? If you don't know for sure, I just want to share something with you. I want to share something with you in Isaiah 53. This is the prophet Isaiah prophesying Jesus and, and how he came and, and, and died for us and, and what he took on for you. Look, look at this in 53 verse 5. But he was wounded, talking about Jesus, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace, the correction, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes, we are healed. So beloved, if you accept Jesus Christ into your heart today, you're going to be forgiven of all your sin and you're going to get healed, physically healed. Yeah. He died for that. He died for, for our peace. He died. He was wounded for our transgressions and the stripes that he took on his back were for your healing. So if you've never received Jesus Christ into your heart or you need a fresh commitment today, say this after me with your heart attached and say it out of your mouth. Say it out loud. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus Christ to die for me. For me. Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of all sin. Come on, repeat it after me. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. I turn my back on sin. I turn my back on the things that displease you. Hallelujah. Fill me with your Holy Ghost and fire. Give me a passion for the lost and a hunger for the things of God. I forgive anyone and everyone who has ever done me wrong. Not because they deserve it, but because if I don't forgive them, you can't forgive me. I accept your forgiveness. I turn my back on sin. I forgive myself. And I thank you that I'm in the family of God. And I know I'm going to heaven. Hallelujah. Say it. I know I'm going to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Woo! Friends, if you said that prayer, I want to tell you that your sins are forgiven. Jesus is living on the inside of your heart. The past is behind you. It doesn't matter what you did 30 seconds ago before you said that prayer. It doesn't matter. It's wipe. You have a clean slate. You have a new lease on life. Hallelujah. Once again, go to www.hazendc.com, Google my podcast, DC. go ahead and subscribe, share it with people. Special shout out to my pastor, Eric Mears, that's Eric with a K. Please go to his Facebook and subscribe so that you can be hip to all his services. Special shout out to Dallas and Jonathan Shuttlesworth, particularly Dallas and Megalis. They've helped me so much. They've encouraged me. Please go to them on Facebook, subscribe to them so you can be hip to when they go on live, A Wife on Fire, please go to A Wife on Fire, Google A Wife on Fire, follow 
follow my friend Anika Benjamin so that you can be hip to when she goes live and also go and Google See It in Writing, Woman of God, Somalia, also Brooks. You need to follow her as well. I love you. I need to shut off like three forms of media right now. So bear with me. Glory to God. Have a great day.